0: All things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat discussion. Who Dat? Who Dat? Who Dat? Who Dat? Who Dat? Say they gon' be hey. Powered by, by Overtime, Overtime Media. Media. What is up, Who Dat Nation? Welcome into another off-season episode of the Who Dat discussion. As always, I'm your host, Andrew Gulotta. You can follow me on Twitter at Andrew Galata, And then also, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at the This. And before we get into an overview of the Saints' offense here and what they did in the offseason, kind of my expectations going forward into 2021, I just wanted to talk about how I know this podcast um, did take about a two-week uh, break, you know, more or less. Uh, and I, I thought it was a good time to take a little bit of a break um just because it was after the draft and all that stuff but you know obviously before training camp and that's when obviously all the fun begins and there wasn't really that much news i mean obviously the schedule broke out um you know which i, I think a lot of people they love to you know have that excitement of the schedule coming out and all that stuff but i mean at the end of the day it's not that big of a you know news cuz look at the end of the day right now teams are going to be completely different um you know now compared to later in the season i'll never forget 2019 um, I, I thought the 49ers, that was going to be, you know, an easier game for the Saints because they didn't do well the the year before. I think they went like five and 11 or six and 10, and they ended up being one of the best teams in football going to the Super Bowl. And that game ended up being, you know, a shootout 49ers win on the game winning field goal. But that's just kind of, you know, what, you know, you get for taking a lot of, you know, I guess really, you know, importance into that schedule and, you know, in June or May. And now obviously, um, you know, we'll, we'll have to see down the line to see how kind of, you know, that all works out because you don't really know who's going to be good, who's going to be bad. Um, so I, I know that a lot of people care a lot about that big news. I think it's big, you know, on ESPN, when they do the schedule, it's really cool. And it's obviously fun to talk about, um, you know, in this offseason time. But, you know, I think once September comes, um, that schedule news is kind of obviously a lot less important. Uh, so that was really the only big kind of piece we missed um, in this little break. And um, definitely, you know, got to think about, you know, where this podcast, you know, just some new things we can do, stuff like that, definitely want to, Um, you know, continue iTunes, Spotify will be there on all of those sites. Definitely the YouTube, uh, want to kind of move that maybe towards the film study stuff also. Um, I know we didn't do any of those this off season yet, but I think this would probably be a good time to do it just because of the break right now that, um, you know, really for another two months, not going to be that much news Maybe, you know, some extensions and that stuff, which would be great. I think the Saints kind of, at this point with all the salary cap stuff, they probably should look to at least making one extension. I think Brian Ramchek would probably be that guy to do that. Um, But it'll be really interesting to see how that all that works out so they can bring down the salary cap a little. I mean, they're under, but they're barely under. So if they can get under a little more so they can sign their rookies and all that fun stuff, that would obviously be great. But I kind of just want to jump right into it here. Talking about this Saints offense, kind of overviewing it, you know, for what happened when they lost to the Buccaneers back in January, and that disappointing loss in the divisional round, to now uh, where we are, you know, and now towards the end of the off season, which is just crazy to think that you know, in the end of July, teams will start, you know, training camp and preseason, all that fun stuff, and then get you know into the seventeen now game season, which I think is a discussion for another day. But I want to talk about position by position, starting off. With the quarterbacks, and obviously that's probably the biggest change on this offense. Um, I'm actually really happy what the Saints did overall on offense. If I just want to give like a little of a primer, I don't think they changed a lot. I didn't think they needed to change a lot. I think they got hurt last year by injuries, you know, uh, you know a big amount. And I, I don't think they're going to have to worry about that going into next year as much. You're hoping Michael Thomas, who is the 2019 Offensive Player of the Year, you're hoping that he's going to come back healthy after an injury riddle 2020. And I, I think he will. And yes, they did lose some pieces like an Emmanuel Sanders, but an obviously Drew Brees. But I think overall, I think this offense is probably going to stay where it was last year, and I, I think it has definitely a chance to improve. Just with you know Thomas coming back healthy, you're hoping that a few you young guys step up and can play well. The offensive line, you're hoping to play a little bit better, especially in the interior where you have a lot of younger guys and you have a lot tied up to those guys. And you know you're kind of hoping uh, to you know have those guys really take the next step in their careers from Pete McCoy, Ruiz, and it's going to be interesting to see you know, how that progression happens. I think at quarterback, Winston, it's going to be really interesting just because I think last year with all the injuries to Breeze and all that stuff and Taysom Hill playing four games, you're hoping that, you know, if you look at, you combine the two stat lines from Breeze and Hill, you're hoping if Winston ends up being the starter, you're hoping he can give you something similar at least. Um, And that would obviously be really big. But let's just jump right into it with quarterback. And that's obviously the first position. And now we came into the offseason with Drew Breeze. He retires. And now the Saints legend really, you know, leaves a void to who's going to take the starting job, Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, and that's going to be the battle going into training camp, and we don't know who's going to start. I'd say that Jameis Winston does have the edge. They signed Jameis Winston to the one-year deal. It was the incentive-laden deal with, I think, around the base was like $5 million, and then it was incentive-laden the rest of the way. He could definitely hit those incentives if he starts, and I think he is going to start for multiple reasons, um, and we'll get into one of them a little later, but... I mean, when you're looking at Winston, the former number one overall pick, he has all the potential in the world. And you're thinking if you can put him with Sean Payton, who is obviously, you know, one of the better coaches in the league, if not, you know, top two, top three best coaches in the league, especially offensive minds, you pair him with Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas, one of the, you know, two of those guys, you know, one of the best two players at their respective positions, wide receiver and running back, your offensive line is really solid. And you're thinking Jameis Winston could at least give you, you know, solid play. And I I do think he can, he can bring that. And it'll be interesting to see, you know, what he brings to the table and, you know, what he's able to do. I'm just trying to pull up what his, I mean, projected, I think it was like Bleacher Report put his projected stats up. And I, I think these stats would be like a godsend and be really good. I think people do have expectations for Jameis Winston, which, you know, for better or for worse, it'll be really interesting to see, you know, kind of how that, you know, all plays out because people think that you know, he can be a really solid QB in this league, which is really great to hear. And he's saying all the right things, which I think is great. Um, And, and that's really the first step. And I, I loved all the interviews and like all that stuff. Really, really, you know, interesting when looking at what he's saying and what he learned from Breeze and all that stuff. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how, you know, he kind of takes that next step. I mean, Again, I, I feel like in his career right now, if he can give you around 4,000 yards, probably around like 25 touchdowns and those interceptions down like I'd rather have less touchdowns and less interceptions than more touchdowns and more interceptions that's just kind of where I am at this point with Jameis Winston and what he's you know projected to do I mean if he can put that down to like 12 interceptions and only have you know if he has 20 touchdowns or 25 touchdowns and you know whatever and he only has 12 interceptions I think that's really really big here um you know going forward and it's going to be interesting with with Winston because, again, I, I think he's going to be the guy, and if he can be, you know, uh, like taking care of the ball, getting it to Kamari, getting into Thomas, getting into the other playmakers, I think he's going to, you know, have a good year. Because even looking at Brees, who was hurt. The arm strength wasn't there, obviously, and all that stuff. He still had a solid year. 70% completion, you know, 3,000 yards, 24 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. Now, I don't think he's going to be as low as 6 interceptions. I don't think he's going to probably complete 70% of his passes. And, you know, I mean, the yards per game, because obviously Breeze only played 12 games. His yards per game was 245, so you're probably hoping that to be a little bit higher. um, Maybe upwards of, you know, the 266 that Breeze was at in year past. 270, you're kind of hoping it may be where he was in that 2017-2018 realm, 2019 realm as well, and then you kind of just take it from there. It'll be interesting to see you know, what what he can do. Um, you're thinking 4,000 yards, you know, 20, 25 to 30 touchdowns would be, I think, amazing, and 10 to 15 interceptions. I think that's probably where he's going to be, and I think for Winston this year, if he starts, ball control, ball control, ball control, protect the ball, and I think that's your biggest thing here, um, and yes, People are going to say, oh, that's boring or whatever. you got to protect the ball, especially I think this defense is still solid. I think it's still solid defense. You have Alvin Kamara, one of the best running backs, if not the best running back in the league. He showed that last year. You have Michael Thomas, who's coming off of an injury-riddled season. I think people are doubting him, and I think, you know, you don't want to doubt Michael Thomas. He's just that type of player. I think he's going to come back and have a really big year. I really do believe that. And then, you know, from there, again, I, I, I think with Traquad, Marquez Calloway, Deontay Harris, I think the Saints have enough there, Kawun Baker, who they just drafted. I think the Saints have enough there, but the Saints are going to need Winston to play well to make the playoffs. Um, it'll be interesting to see what you know if he can do that. Again, I, I feel like this is going to be the biggest thing going into next season. It's you know what do you have in Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill? You definitely want to know that here before you know you draft anyone or draft anyone with the first round pick. I know they drafted Ian Book. But, you know, it's really not the same. Here here, here was the, uh, the projected stats. It came up May 28th, and this was by uh, Bleacher Report Gridiron. They had uh, 4,500 yards, 30 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, and he completed 369 passes out of 572 attempts. You take that with flying collars. That brings the Saints to the playoffs, in my opinion. And if he can do that, that is a playoff stat line. And then, yeah, I think once you get into the playoffs... I know the Saints haven't had a lot of success in the playoffs, but you're hoping with the bigger arm, it helps open up the Saints a little bit. And that's obviously going to be, you know, really helpful. Obviously, I think the Saints, you saw it in the playoff game, especially when Deontay Harris came out and, you know, you didn't have those big returns. You saw, you know, that electricity go away. Saints had trouble moving the ball. And I I think maybe if Winston could throw the deep ball um, and, you know, obviously make plays, you know, through the air and deep plays through the air that just breeze especially, you know, when he was banged up, just couldn't do. I think that's going to be the biggest thing here going forward. I think the Saints, especially, you know, it's like the 17-game the season, I think they could win 10 games. I'd probably go 10-7 uh, with Winston at quarterback. I mean, those stats, I think, get you probably to 11 or 12. I think they're probably, you know, if you can get those, like I could definitely see him having that stat line. My expectations are a little bit lower because it's just his first year in the system. I mean, technically, it's his second year, but first year as a starter. And, like, you go back to Breeze in 06, not as good as this stat line, but still, you know, good, and we'll see if Winston could have a big year, and I I do think Winston wins this job, and, you know, main reason that came up, I'll just get into it now, um, you know, and and then before, you know, we end up switching over to another position, probably get into running back, then take a break, come back for wide receiver, tight end, and um, offensive line, because, I mean, just obviously quarterback's not cut and dry, running back is very cut and dry, and then after that, you know, you kind of go on from there, but, um, you know, with, uh Jameis and Taysom. I think the biggest thing with Taysom, you know, not winning the job, I think it's really, you know, it's not that I think Winston, you know, is is so, so much better than Taysom Hill coming into it. Now maybe he is, you know, we haven't seen it. Um but I do think the big thing is here, and this is really like I I think if you put quarterback to quarterback, Winston's probably the better quarterback. And you know that's so he would win it to me right now. He's at that 60 40 just to start. But then you also got to look at Taysom Hill gives you so much more on offense you know, that if he's playing quarterback, he doesn't give you. It's the short yardage, it's the touchdowns, all that stuff. But I think it's also tight end. And when you're looking at the Saints tight end group right now, it's really thin. You have Troutman, Nick Finette, who they added in free agency. Garrett Griffin, who's always been like a practice squad player. And Ethan Wolf, who's a practice squad guy. And you have nobody else right now. And well, you have a few undrafted guys. But that's your main group. And again, I feel like having Hill there, and he's a good second, third tight end, with all the other stuff he does, that gives the Saints another dimension, and it could jumpstart their offenses in games. I think that's really, you know, worthwhile, and Taysom Hill would have to blow Jameis out of the water to get the starting job. I don't think that happens, even if they're equal. I think they're probably, you know, maybe Winston has a, an upper edge, you know, if you were just putting spade, spade for a spade right now, but I think it's close. I think it's very, very close between the two, um, but, you know, it's you know I, I think, again, it's, it's really that extra dimension that really puts Winston over. And I, I think the Saints, you saw, look, they were 3-1 and one with Taysom Hill at the helm. I, I think if Hill was the starter, I think they would, you know, win games. I think they'd probably have a winning record, probably be right on the, you know, around with the playoffs. But I think with Winston, I think he, with Hill giving you that extra dimension, with Winston, I think is probably the better quarterback as it is. I think that's, that gets you a little higher to 10 or 11 wins, especially in this, <laughs> um, you know, this format with 17 games. So you may get upped a little bit between 10 and 11, but I really think that's really where the Saints are. Saints need tight end help right now, and it doesn't look like it's coming from anywhere, but Taysom Hill, I think that's really the only, you know, you know kind of really area you're going to get this tight end help from, because, you know, you didn't really add any in the draft, you didn't add, I mean, you could still add in free agency, but kind of the, the way the Saints cap is, you know, even if you extend somebody, you're going to have to sign your whole uh, draft class. I think they would have to extend two people to add a tight end, and the way the Saints are, um, you know, constructed right now. Tight end's not even my biggest hole on the team, obviously, would be at corner. And then you have to look at other places, maybe the linebacker or, um, you know, wide receiver or, you know, wherever. You can go to a lot of different positions, is my point, maybe before you get to tight end. That's where I think Taysom Hill, having him there will add a lot of depth. And that, you know, you feel more comfortable with your group with Taysom Hill in the utility role, and we can see what he can do at tight end to then what he can do you know, maybe starting quarterback with Winston just sitting on the bench and doing nothing when he's still, you know, to me, you know, an above-average QB. I think that's what Winston is. I think he's above-average. I think Taysom Hill could be above-average too, but he's an elite utility guy. I think we all know that. It'll just be interesting to see how kind of it plays out, but I, I think every, you know, direction is it's Winston going to be the guy just because I, I think Winston may be slightly better. We don't really know because we don't know what Jameis Winston's doing. We haven't really, we saw him throw a few passes, you know, but besides that, we haven't really seen anything from him. The Saints obviously know a lot more, but at this time, it's really just all speculation right now from, uh, you know, the fans and really the media in general. So again, it's going to be it's, right now, it's a slight edge to Winston just because uh, I, I think he has progressed as a player. I, I will definitely say that, uh, and then especially what we saw from Taysom Hill, which wasn't the best play uh, when he, you know, when he was a starter for those four games. But I think we're just gonna have to see kind of how it all works out from there. And then you also have Ian Book, who they drafted in the fourth round of this draft. Book's a guy that you know you don't know, and like I feel like with especially with these this late in the fourth round, you're definitely with quarterbacks just throwing, you know. Uh, you're throwing it against the wall, throwing the gum against the, the ceiling and see what sticks. And, you know, w- w- with Book, we'll have to see what happens. I think that it's just interesting. Like, I-, I think the Saints would be happy if he ends up being a career backup, especially with a fourth-round pick. If he goes anything further, that's amazing. And if you have two starters, say you have Winston and then Book down the line, like, that would obviously be a great situation that you'd love to have. And then you could, you know, figure out, you know keep the best, pray the other one, get a lot of in return some teams have done in the past it's just really hard so at this point you're just throwing kind of gum against the wall and seeing what sticks I said I said it before but um you know I, I will say it again because you know it, it's definitely something that you know fourth round pick it's kind of like what are the odds of of getting you know a star player in other positions compared to quarterback obviously they're different you have to weigh them the Saints thought that this was the best option be interesting to kind of see how that all works out, you know, going down the line with Book, but I think right now he's going to hold the clipboard, it'll be interesting to see if he makes the 53-man roster, is he going to be active on game days, is he going to be on the practice squad, it'll be interesting to see how that all works out, and I think it's just going to, you know, be a matter of time, so when we, you know, all see him on the field and throwing, we'll end up to really see his true colors, um, and we all saw him in college, but, you know, it's going to be different, he's a, he's a, he's a leader, I think a lot of his physical skills. Um, you know, need to improve and progress, but we'll have to see, you know, what he's able to do here once the season starts. Now we're going to move over to the running backs before we take a quick break. A very easy group with these running backs. It's the same four guys that were here last year. Kamara, Murray, Dwayne Washington, and Ty Montgomery. Latavius Murray was a, um, a, a cut candidate for a bit, and maybe it's going to come back up with the June 1st cuts if the Saints can't get a long-term deal but I think they're going to be able to with some other guys and they'll be able to keep Murray I think Kamara has just been flat out amazing for the Saints since he's come here I think that's not a hot take everyone knows that um and, and last year obviously he had his best season uh to date and the Saints are gonna have to lean on him with a new quarterback I hope they do I think they will and I like he could definitely you know ha- have a very similar um you know season that he did last year 16 touchdowns rushing he had the five touchdowns receiving 21 in total and especially after coming out only with six touchdowns the year before. That was, you know, I think a huge thing to see because he had 18 back in 2018. He was always known for getting touchdowns. He had 13 back in 2017, and it was nice to see him get a ton of touchdowns. It was also nice to see him just flat-out dominate, you know, almost had a 1,000-yard rushing season, um, had 756 um, receiving yards, which was his most since his rookie season. It was just really great to see from him. And 83 catches, another really great year. He was obviously a go-to guy. And with him and Thomas, I think if you can lean on your skill guys with those two, I think you're going to see a lot of success. And I think that will continue for Kamara. With Murray, I mean, everyone, I think, kind of saw this when like the first move back in, um, you know, when they first made the move to get Murray, you know, when they were choosing between Ingram and Murray, I think a lot of people like, oh, they'd rather have Ingram. But Murray has been outplaying Ingram. And he's really been very, very solid. And I hope the scenes keep him on the roster, I mean, last year, 656 yards, four touchdowns, one receiving touchdown, so five overall. I think that's really great to see. Um, last year, he, um, you know, definitely had a solid year. He had his most yards since 2017. That's great to see, and I, I do think that he's a great, um, you know, compliment to Kamara. I think they do a lot of great stuff. I think he's good blocker. I think he's good in the short yardage. And I think it's really, you know, a good player to have there. And, you know, I, I think at times the Saints can give him the ball even more. That's, I think, how good he is. But it'll be interesting kind of to see how it all works out there. But I think those two, Kamara and Murray, it's a great tandem. You have the all-pro and then you have kind of the Bruiser, you know, put them together. It's a really nice duo there. You have Dwayne Washington and Ty Montgomery as your depth players. Washington's an amazing special teamer. Ty Montgomery does a little bit of everything, including special teams. Came up big in that Week 17 win where he rushed for over 100 yards. I think he's kind of a jack-of-all-trades type guy. I think if, you know, he's amazing depth. I think that, you know, especially with this um, this line, if they're doing a good job, he could run for 100 yards. He definitely could in the game. And I think he could have a really solid season. And he did it with the Packers, and he could do it again with the Saints. Like, he's a solid player. I, I think it was an unsung signing when they got him the first time. I'll say it again now. And he could probably do more than what he did his first year with the Saints. So a very cut-and-dry group, but before we move over to our wide receivers, tight ends, and then also our offensive line, and recapping what the Saints did in the offseason, kind of previewing it a bit for the 2021 season, we are going to take a quick break. You are listening to the Who Discussion podcast. Welcome back into the Who Dat Discussion, and now we're going to get into the rest of our offensive overview of what they did in the offseason and kind of previewing it, Uh, the positions for the 2021 season. And we're just going to jump right into the receivers. We already talked about the quarterbacks and running backs. And the receivers is an interesting position just because I think last year it was riddled with injury. And I think the Saints sized this position up right. They ended up, I mean, it was definitely a, a tough cap casualty, but Emmanuel Sanders was cut and they really didn't do too much to better the position really besides adding Quan Baker, the seventh round pick. Um, from Southern Alabama, um, but really, besides him, the didn't, didn't, Saints really didn't add much uh, at the position, and I don't know if they need to. I think Michael Thomas is that good that, you know, you saw the group be pretty solid last year, and he was not even close to 100%. I think Traquan Smith will continue to improve. I think he's already been a solid player for the Saints, especially for, you know, his third-round pick, you know, back in 2018. Like, he's progressing well, I think you have Deontay Harris. I think he's going to continue to progress. Probably pass the returner. Hopefully a deep ball uh, guy as well. Same with with Smith, really. And then Marcos Callaway. I think he's going to be a great possession receiver, but then also can catch the deep ball. He did it at Tennessee. And I think this position with the young guys, and you obviously have Baker as well, a lot of young guys behind Michael Thomas. And um, I I like the depth the Saints have. I I actually really like the the depth the Saints have. Yes, I would have loved them to keep Emmanuel Sanders. I I think it would have helped them but I don't think it's the end of the world, I think when they added Sanders, it was an all-in Super Bowl, let's go do this, and I think now it's a, I I still think they're going to try to win a Super Bowl, excuse me, but I think it's a little different, and I think here, you know, you have those young guys, and you're going to need them to step up, and that's going to be the motto, I've said it before earlier in the offseason, that's going to be the motto of this 2021 Saints team, can the young guys step up, it's going to be guys under 30, Everybody, from the stars to the um the, the young guys here and, you know, the role players. I mean, you're going to need Marquez Calloway to take the next step. You're going to need Traquan Smith to take the next step. You're going to need Deontay Harris to take the next step. If these guys all do it, you'll be more than fine. You probably only need one guy to really take a next step and then a few guys stay lateral. But, I mean, like, if you have Marquez Calloway really become a number two, that would help a lot. Same with Deontay Harris. Same with Traquan Smith. And especially with Traquan Smith, I think, because the things drafted him to be... Michael Thomas is number two down the line, and now we're down the line. We're at that moment, and it'll be interesting to see what the Saints do. I think if Michael Thomas is playing at his 2018 level, 2017 level, 2019 level, I think the Saints are going to be just fine at this position. Like, you know, that's not going to hinder them from winning a Super Bowl. I think if Michael Thomas is like he was last year, you're going to to find a lot of issues, but I don't think that's going to be the case. I'm predicting a huge breakout year for Michael Thomas, and I think that, you know, with with Winston— I think that this group, especially the other guys, are going to have the deep downfield targets. Traquan Smith, he's a guy that gets open more downfield, more longer developing routes. You saw it in college. I think you can see it now with Winston. I think Breeze, even on his deep routes, it's all timing, timing, timing. Traquan Smith, not the best fit there. Um, But I think with Winston, where, you know, when he has that big arm, you can kind of compensate a little more. And I think Traquan is going to, you know, have a really solid year. Uh, And then you have, obviously, Deontay Harris, Marquez Calloway. I think that you're you're hoping one of the if one of those guys steps up and the other guy kind of stays lateral, that would be big. Same with and then maybe Quan Baker kind of takes the Marquez Cowley role from last year, steps up in like a few games, that would be huge. Um he plays a slot and outside, which is obviously really nice. And you'd still have little Jordan Humphrey, Juwan Johnson, Jake Lantman, they're all coming back to give depth as well. But I, I do think the Saints have enough depth here. Um I will say that if Michael Thomas is back to his all pro level, I think he is. Uh, let's be honest, I really think he's going to have a big year. So I think a lot of people with Emmanuel Sanders leaving like, oh, they got so much worse. I think the Saints, you know, with Michael Thomas coming back, I think kind of offsets the loss of Emmanuel Sanders. And I think the group will probably be similar to last year, maybe a little better, but I think probably very, very similar if Michael Thomas is back healthy, like I predict. Tight end is where it gets a little shaky because the Saints lost two out of their three tight ends last year. And as much as I think a, a lot of people wanted Jared Cook gone, probably not the same about Josh Hill and the Saints only added Nick Vanette to kind of compensate for the loss and so nothing against Nick Vanette, but he's definitely more of that Josh Hill type. He's not that number one guy. He's not that big receiving threat. Adam is going to have to step into this role and we don't know if he could yet. He's going to get thrown into the fire. We're going to see what happens. I think he had a solid year in 2020. I, I think for, especially for a rookie tight end, it's a very hard position to learn right away. I mean, he didn't have the worst year, didn't have the best year. I mean, Receiving wise, it wasn't very good. He had 15 catches, 171 yards, and a touchdown. Not too good, but he was really good blocking. Really good blocker, which I think is big for what the Saints try to do, especially on the ground. I mean, he, he had an 87 run block rate. That's great from PFF. Like that's huge. Um, so I think that's uh you know where it needs to be. Now he just has to get the the pass catching up. Hopefully, with more targets, that's going to happen. You know, it's going to be just make or break for him. You know, you, you lose two out of your three tight ends. That's going to hurt. You only add one back, and that's Nick Finette. And we're going to see where this group is. That's why I think Taysom Hill coming is going to be so important because if you can add Taysom Hill into this group, now you have, you know, a legitimate two-three tight end that could really do a lot of different things, can catch the ball, can block. And then, you know, you can, and especially if Troutman kind of turns into a number one or at least starts to turn into a number one, you're kind of in a good position there. And then you have Garrett Griffin, who you caught a touchdown in the uh, the NFC Championship game against the Rams, um, I remember that back in 2018 and then Ethan Wolf, who's, you know, more of a practice squad guy. It troubles me a bit. It definitely does. Uh, but that's kind of where the Saints are, you know, there's really not, not that much you can do, uh, right now at this position. I mean, that's why I think you need Taysom Hill there because I think I'd, I feel a lot more comfortable with Taysom Hill if he was the guy here right now. I mean, especially you're, you're putting all your money in a second year player in Troutman. It's an area that scares me for sure. I do think Troutman does improve, but we'll, we'll see how much he does improve, and it's going to be really important, and look, the Saints are going to need guys to step up, he's one of them, I think he'll at least be a solid blocker, and if you're not getting the, uh, you know, a huge, um, you know, uh, output from him from receiving, it's not the worst thing, I don't think it's going to hinder you from going far in the playoffs, especially if you have Thomas, Kamara, Traquan, everyone stepping up, we'll just have to see what happens, we don't know, and then that's an area that does scare me, and I, and. I think the Saints do need to add there. That's why I think Taysom Hill would be, you know, kind of what the Saints are going to do, especially, you know, with the money situation they're in and how deep you are into the offseason. But it'll be interesting to see how that all works out. I I do think the Saints will need someone, though, uh, you know, going into, um, you know, this year. It's just to have a second-year guy and then not really much behind him with Vinette and then Griffin. You know, you're putting all your eggs into this Troutman basket. You're hoping it comes through. You're hoping it's a similar situation to what the Saints did with Jimmy Graham. You know, they had kind of Shockey, Jeremy Shockey and Graham in 2010, and then Graham went off in 2011. Now you had Cook and Troutman in 2020. Now you're hoping Troutman goes off in 2021. We'll see what happens. 10-year difference will be interesting. I have a lot of faith in Troutman, though, I will say. I think he's really going to progress. It's just, is he going to progress as quickly as, you know, the Saints need him to? I think that's kind of the question, but we'll see how kind of how that all works out. That is one of the areas, probably on, the only area in this offense that I'm really nervous about. I will say that. It's, you know, it's going to be, it could be shaky, you know, at parts. Then you look at fullback real quick, Alex Arma. I think he'll do a great job. I think the Saints, I like how the Saints have a fullback every year. I want them to be more run heavy, Um, you know, maybe, you know, just like they were last year. And like, you really, you know, in these last four years, I think they should continue that. Even if Winston with the big arm, you don't want to get into these shootouts, you know, and all that, all that stuff. And I, I think Arma is going to do a good job there. Uh, you know, going in here. And I I thought he was one of, you know, know, a solid addition. You you need one. It's it's those underrated. You know, he's going to make plays that help him win games, which is really important. Fun offense, special teams, all that stuff. Really good there. And then the offensive line. And this is going to be the last position before we wrap up here. The five are the same as last year. You know, it's Armstead, Pete, McCoy, Ruiz, Ramchak. And you're going to stick with these guys. Your tackles, I think, are awesome. I love the depth there as well with James Harrison, and Landon Young who's going to play both tackle and, and interior I love what they did at tackle I think you have you have the all pros you have the good backups love it and then so you know you don't really have to talk too much about him I think Ramchuk ends up getting an extension sooner rather, rather than later so the Saints could then free up some salary cap so you know not really much to talk about with the tackles it's more of the interior what do the Saints do with Cesar Ruiz Andrews Pete McCoy's really really solid don't have to talk too much about him but with Ruiz and Pete, they struggled last year, and they struggled big time. The interior, you need it to be solid. It's an unsung area. It's you know in the trenches. Not a lot of people talk about it. But the Saints are going to need Pete and Ruiz to step up. Ruiz is a first-round pick. Pete they give a big contract to. They can't do anything to fix it because they have too much money and picks and capital tied up there. It's going to be really up to these two guys. It's going to be an integral part to this offense. If these two guys come through and take the next step, this offense will probably be better than where they were last year, which they still were solid, but if these two guys to take the next step, I think this really sky's the limit for this offense, even with a new quarterback, you know, and then maybe losing some offensive weapons. I really like this offense. I I, I think they could step up, especially if they flip McCoy and Ruiz. I think Ruiz is a better center. Maybe, you know, he'll progress into a good right guard, and with Pete, it's always about eliminating the not-so-good plays. I thought he played pretty well last year. Um, It's always eliminating those plays where you know, he ends up on the turf. We'll see if he can do that more, continue to progress. He's still a really solid left guard because all the stuff that he allows you to do, you know, when he's playing that 90% goodness, but 10% bad, you get injuries, you get sacks, not a lot of good stuff. So it'll be interesting kind of to see how that all works out. Hopefully they improve. If they don't, your depth there, you do have James Hurst, but again, I I don't think Hurst is going to be, like Hurst is probably going to be a lot like Nick Easton, who's I, I believe still out there. It's, he's going to be a guy that he'll be solid. You know, you, don't, you if you're not expecting a lot, you know, you're not like, you know, he'll be solid. He won't give up any like these egregious plays, but he won't make any great plays. Whereas Pete, he's a guy that is going to play 90% great Pro Bowl level and 10% not so good. And that's just kind of, you know, the case of Pete. And it's baffling, but he just has to keep, you know, minimizing the bad plays. And I think he's going to be, you know, good. Ruiz, I mean, I, I think it was just, not a lot of prep. I think he has all the talent in the world. I think now with a full off season, played a full year under his belt, I think he does improve. Now we, we set it for with Troutman. Depends how much. We'll have to see kind of how that all works out there. But overall, I expect this offense to be right around the top 10. I, I really do. I think they're an above average offense. I think if you have guys step up, they can become an elite offense. But I think right now with, with a few unknowns, I, I still think they're going to be in the top 10 with Sean Payton. They have the stars, um, you know, with, with Thomas and Kamara. And you know, they have the stars in the offensive line as well. You're just going to see what they now can do around those stars. So I think they'll at least be around 10 with the really the potential to be a top five offense. And that's kind of my prediction here for this group. So I think with all that said, it is time to wrap up this podcast. If you like what we're doing here at the Who Dat Discussion, you should definitely follow us on all of our social media platforms. On Twitter, you can follow us at The Who Disc, You can follow me personally on Twitter at Andrew Galata. And then definitely subscribe to uh, our podcast wherever you listen. That means iTunes, Spotify, you know, um, Amazon Music, TuneIn, all all those sites, Stitcher. uh, Definitely, um, you know, subscribe, like, comment, all that fun stuff. Rate us on iTunes. That would be really, really helpful. I do greatly appreciate all of the feedback. And then also you can um, subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Hopefully to have some, um, you know, videos out, out there as well. Um, as soon as possible, maybe some film studies, stuff like that, highlight videos. We'll definitely see what we can do there. But we definitely, I thought, had a nice recap of the offseason on offense. Next episode, we'll talk all about the defense, which will be a lot more um, interesting, I think, because I mean, the Saints had so many additions um, as well you know, in the draft on defense. So it was like a little, you know, you had guys leave, but then you also had guys come, have a lot to talk about there. Definitely should be really fun. But I think with all that said, I want to say thank you for listening. Turn it loose. And who dat?